0: March is here, and it would be madness to miss the awesome, cozy winter weekend special at the Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach. Enjoy a two-night stay, room service dessert, and more. Experience the serenity of the winter ocean from the warmth of your oceanfront suite. You don't have to go far away to get away from it all. Visit BoardwalkPlaza.com and book your winter getaway today. And let's not forget amazing dining at Victoria's Restaurant. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Seven days a week, all year long. Reservations are not necessary, but always welcome. Call 800-33-BEACH or reserve at opentable.com. Thanks to the BoardWalk Plaza for being the Bridge Podcast Network sponsor. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of If You Really Knew Me, a place for honest conversations about the Enneagram to inspire better connections with others, ourselves, and God. Attention, parents. You are going to want to pay close attention to the information we're going to share today about different parenting styles. My name is Kim Willie, and I'm here with my friend Ben Sarles, who's a certified Enneagram coach and a parent. Hi, Ben.
1: Hi, we're going to be talking about parenting today. Woohoo! I'm excited and <laughs> I'm kind of a little bruised. You know, well, I I was (laughs) reviewing some of this stuff and I was like, oh, that has got me to a T. I need to Mm -hmm. be aware. So
0: this might be a toe stepping episode. Just saying as a mom, I'm excited that we're going to focus on parenting styles. I think we all get really frustrated over the course of raising kids sometimes. Mm -hmm. And some of that could be because you have a different parenting style than your spouse and um, different views on maybe discipline bedtimes. You know what you allow your kids to do handling the teen years all that stuff, but understanding the way we parent can actually help us to have more patience, I think, with ourselves, our spouse and our kids. So parenting is definitely the most challenging job I've ever had in my entire life, but I can say that it's also the most rewarding one. I know that each Enneagram type has a different parenting style. So that's gonna be our main focus today. So this I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be interesting and fun at the same time.
1: I hope so. I mean <laughs> what we're what we're gonna talk about is You're not supposed to type your kids, but um, you can narrow things down using stances and orientation to time just to kind of get a feel of, of where they're coming from. So remember, the Enneagram is based on motivation, so only they can say what their motivations are. Okay. But at the same time, we can get a little closer to how they see the world. And then, you know, we take a look at ourselves and our parenting style. So Enneagram is about awareness. Yep. And then it's about moving the pla- moving from the place that you are in order to see the place where someone else is standing.
0: Awesome. and Yes, today definitely our main focus is going to be on parenting styles. But we are at the, near the end of the program. Stay tuned because we are going to touch on some things about maybe how to find out what type your child is. Um, But right now, let's dive in with parents. Moms and dads, get your notepads ready because Ben's going to bless us with his wisdom on this. So (laughs) go for it.
1: (laughs) So we're going to dive right in and we're going to start with type seven this time. And we're talking now about you as a parent, us as parents, how our type reacts in, in different situations. So type seven, the parenting style of type 7s are enthusiastic, generous, affirming. They want their child to be exposed to many adventures in life. You know, think about type 7. That's that's mm-hmm. a fun parent, yeah. I think, sometimes. Um, could have a tendency to not always be very attentive to their kids and their family. And if they're too busy making plans and enjoying their own life, this could happen. Hmm. So you sometimes think like, okay, parenting is... A combination of where we're at when we're good Mm -hmm. and where we're at when we're not so good, where we're at when we're activated.
0: What does that mean when you say activated? So
1: activated is like the things that get you whipped up into a lather, (laughs) you know, it's. It really gets you going and then you're ready to respond.
0: Okay. Okay. So what happens here?
1: So when a type seven is activated, they avoid unpleasant situations by planning more pleasurable alternatives, rationalizing their behavior and reframing circumstances so that they sound better and to themselves and to others. Sometimes they blame others for being negative. Uh, and keeping them from having fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, type sevens, a little bit of a, a growth point, is just to acknowledge that life and conversations can't always be fun and stimulating. You know, you have to ask God to enable your ability to work through the painful conversations without reframing or escaping. You know, if you remain focused and committed to resolving the conflict instead of fleeing, you demonstrate care for others. OK, so we think of, you know, where we are when we are parenting our kids. Also, we need to think about how we come across a growth area in that communication style is to slow down. Not all others think as quick as a type seven. So, you know, we will talk about this a little bit later, but mm-hmm. three sevens and eights are quick thinkers. Mm-hmm. They yes. process information fast and they come to a decision fast. Obviously, there's six other types that do not synthesize information <laughs> so fast. So just being patient and listening, you know, being engaging and thoughtful, you know, you can process what needs to be said before speaking what you have to say okay. to be more effective. So example, if you if you come out of type seven, they're going to communicate. It's like, boom, 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 yeah. you know, come right back at you and almost To the point that others can't process what they're saying. And so sometimes it is just a good practice to slow down. Yeah. Think about what you need to say. And then it comes across nice and clear and you avoid additional unpleasantries.
0: So if you're the child of a seven, you might be getting rapid fire at you.
1: You might be getting (laughs) rapid fire. And if you're a three, seven or eight child... And you can be receiving it and giving it back, you know. (laughs)
0: Then you might have an argument on your head. (laughs) Then you might
1: have a little discussion. Yes. Fun, fun. So why don't we look at type 8? Sure. So type 8 parents are very loyal. They're caring. They're highly involved. Now, sometimes they can be a little overprotective or demanding, even controlling, um, they can be rigid or intimidating. You know, we've talked about the snowplow yeah. type eight. You know, when when a type eight is moving, they can be that healthy space or they can be that unhealthy space. So if, if it's kind of unhealthy, it can just show up as intimidating and you don't even mean it to be. So when type H get worked up into a lather, <laughs> they take in information quickly and act decisively. So again, talking about those three sevens and eights, they can feel a surge of anger in their gut and it's got to come out immediately. They use a variety of strategies to keep from being harmed. They don't like being controlled. They don't like being vulnerable. Sometimes they can seek advice only from people they trust and discard those who they do not respect. Okay. So a little bit of growth for a type eight during conflict um recognize your tendency to put things out of your mind and forget they took place like this is kind Mm. of a defense mechanism you know a type eight does not hold on to it forever they say what they got to say they're done and they move on so for types that hold on to things a, a little bit longer If you're dealing with a type eight loved one, you'll come back and say, well, this happened and this happened and they've moved on. They've moved on. Yeah. it's. What are you talking about? There's an ability to remember, but it's like we've dealt with this. Now we're moving forward. Yes. Yeah. That's one thing. But something else is to find a trustworthy person to hold you accountable, especially if you are too abrasive or intense. Mm. You know, you don't mean to be. You just mean to be very clear. You act quickly. You think quickly. And so maybe having a trusted loved one saying, uh, that might smart a little bit, Yeah. you know, just, just think about your, think about your words, you know, (laughs) it could be
0: their spouse saying, Hey, the way you're coming across to our kids is not really warm. (laughs) And you know,
1: the reason why that's important is type eights want you to get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you're abrasive, people can get stuck on the fact you're abrasive. Yeah rather than listening to what it is you have to say. Exactly. And you and Type 8s really appreciate when someone gets it and moves on. So in order to, for somebody to get it and move on, sometimes it's sweeten those words up a little bit. Yes. Definitely resist the urge to argue or deny or dismiss. Mm. You know, Type 8s are not afraid to just step up to someone and and challenge a thought or or a feeling. That is kind of weak, it's like, yeah. okay, I need to talk to you about this, and this is what you know what's going on with this, you yeah. know, and sometimes can even take you back that's not a bad thing it's just don't get stuck on the bluntness when you're dealing with a type eight love one. You know you can kind of just say, "Hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, put a little sugar on it, and come back to me <laughs> you know <laughs> so in the communication style. Realize that blunt and honest and direct has the ability to hurt others. Softer and more tactful communication kind of works better. Be warm and patient, encouraging. Trust others to help them gauge their intensity. So we touched on that. So here's the thing. A type eight goes to two insecurity. Mm -hmm. So twos are warm and engaging Mm -hmm. and you know when they're in a good space so are eights so it's like let that part of you be be known you know you don't have to be moving so quickly whatever if you're able to just relax they're they're good they're fun they love you they'll protect you you know let that part
0: of you show to your kids because they need to see that they totally need to see that
1: yeah so uh the next is type nine parents type nines have a parenting style that is supportive and kind and warm. Sometimes they can give in to their children's wishes mm-hmm. when they really need to say no. <laughs> so that's one thing to remember. Um, they could place too much focus on their children and lose themselves in the process. Mm. This is sometimes helpful to have somebody nearby who can just remind you of that. And You know, you want to have somebody that can remind you, but you also want to receive the reminder. (laughs) Yes. So if someone says, hey, you know, you're doing great with the kids and you are pouring yourself in, don't forget that your presence matters. That's what a nine's heart wants to hear. Yes. So when a nine gets all whipped up, uh, they withdraw or say nothing or hide hide how they feel. Their face may show only a slight indication of their anger. You know, sometimes they are asleep to their anger. Yeah. They don't realize how angry they actually are on the inside.
0: Do they check out to it maybe to not deal with it?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it's an unpleasantry. Yeah. We want to keep peace. We don't want to focus on the negative. I don't have tons of energy, yeah. you know, to deal with it. Exactly. But the problem is when you have something that is suppressed, it does not go away. Mm-hmm. And in order to really move forward and be done with it, you have to deal with it, which I'm not great at that myself, but you know, it, <laughs> I don't think any of it, are. I do recognize it as truth. <laughs> so um, they also may redirect their anger and frustration onto another person hmm. who wasn't even involved in the original conflict. So that's important to remember if you're a type nine that I'm not saying all type nines do it. It's just you have a tendency to do it if you're not aware. So during conflict some growth areas is one realize that not all conflict is bad. Yeah. You know, sometimes to bring somebody in line, to bring your kids in line, yeah. You have to face them and tell them, you know, go ahead and be present in that moment and say, "No, that's just not going to fly this yeah. time," you know. Yeah. We we've got to you to, to rein that it. back in. Yeah. And there's so much wisdom that can come from a nine. So that whole don't phone it in. Yes. Um, be present. It's, it's interesting. One of the, the things some work for nines to do is to learn how to be present, mm-hmm. but their heart longs to hear that their presence matters. Yes. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. You know, it's kind of like in order to get what your heart longs to hear, you need to do the work. Yeah. On yourself. Sense. And then you'll actually, you know, get yeah. more of what you're looking for.
0: Just know that no matter whether your kid says it or not, because they don't always say, your presence does matter. Yes. It so really just, does. just know that, even though it might not come from their lips, it does matter.
1: Yep. Um, one thing, listen to feedback instead of avoiding it. Mm-hmm. So it's not fun. None of us like it, you know, but sometimes it's important to listen. Recognize when there is deep frustration and anger within you mm. and express it sooner with emotional balance, being assertive, clear. And direct, um, and apologize when you take your anger out on the wrong person. So, why I kind of emphasized express it sooner with emotional balance. Mm-hmm. There is a tendency for Type Nines to let it go and give you a little passive-aggressive comment, yes. or be a little moody, and you're, you know, it's not necessarily clear to others why. Okay, and so if you don't wait and you just express it sooner then people can realize what's bothering you and can react okay. appropriately. So Makes sense. sooner and be assertive and clear. So communication styles, it's important for a nine to get to know themselves so that they can communicate in a clear, straightforward manner. You actually can train others to overlook you because you overlook yourselves. Oh, wow. So there's nines in my life that I like to remind what dreams they have told me about you know oh I can't wait till I can do xyz well nines can sometimes I say go along to get along yeah that keeps the peace (laughs) yeah but what matters to you is important Mm -hmm. and if you don't address that you're not going to be your authentic self so nines need to remember what their hopes and dreams are and okay this does bother me and my presence matters so I need to say something Absolutely. or i need to take time to you know be outside and do what i love or you know nines have an ability to c- connect with nature just as a given it's it's intuitive mm-hmm. that they connect with nature not the, they're not the only type they don't you know corner the market on nature yeah. <laughs> but, so
0: so nines maybe you need to get your kids outside maybe if that helps you be more peaceful and, and yeah. relax in a good state of mind maybe you do that
1: and You know, isn't it great to show your kids a little more how to be peaceful, how to have peace? Absolutely. So if you kind of step up and be present and show them, I mean, you're you're a master at that anyway. Let's let's get up and, and show the kids. Absolutely. So the last thing is know that encouraging words are important, but they can lose their impact when overused and. Not communicating your wants and needs can actually harm your relationships. Oh, wow. So okay. remember that.
0: So now we we kind of come back around. We started a little bit in in with eights and nines, and now we're to one. Mm-hmm. So how do ones? What's their parenting style?
1: The parenting style of a type one is very fair, very consistent. Um, they discipline firmly and sometimes divisively. They insist that their children have strong moral values, and you know, type ones are wanting to be as good and as right as they can and do things better. Always kind of looking at how can we be the best version of who we are?
0: That moral good person. Moral goodness. Yes.
1: They're just goodness. (laughs) Big old bucket of goodness, honey. So um, when type one parents get activated, Mm. uh, they may speak in a sharp, curt manner with detailed judgments and criticisms. You know they could bring up accusations related to other issues, or become inflexible uh, with their standards. Sometimes they can even be seen as self righteous. It doesn't mean they are, but it means those a combination of those things makes it look like you are. Okay. So to be aware of it, um, nobody wants to be considered self righteous, but to be aware of it, just keep that in mind. Yeah. Eights, nines, and ones are in the anger triad. Okay. So i call it the doing triad so there is a way that they relate to anger differently from each other mm-hmm. so eights step up to anger nines are asleep to their anger really and we talked about that yeah being present your presence matters and ones suppress their anger okay so that suppressed anger can sometimes be shown through nonverbal cues like Cursed lips, tight jaw, glaring eyes, tense upper body. So, when you're activated as a parent, just keep that in mind. Your you
0: kids know. are going to read your body language.
1: I'm going to glare at you <laughs> and snap you like a twig if you don't. <laughs> so,
0: if mom or daddy got those that 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 nonverbal stuff going on their face, you better be careful. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> so, growth areas for a type one during conflict: extend grace, mercy, compassion, forgiveness. You know, I'm not saying all of us don't appreciate grace because we so do. Yes. Type ones have that constant inner critic that is telling them they're not good enough. You could do it better. What about this? You know, it just doesn't stop unless you take it captive and then grace to say, you know what? You don't have to be perfect. Exactly. You don't have to have it all together all the time. And it's important to extend that grace to others. Trust the Holy Spirit to work in his time. I'm going to just say something about that. You know, (laughs) I want it done. I want, let's get her done. I don't want to wait. I don't want to show me some important spiritual tidbit that I need to know. So let's (laughs) wait a week and do it, you know. It is important for me to do that. Yeah. So, it, you know, just recognizing, like, the Holy Spirit gets to work in his time because right. he's the Holy Spirit. Exactly. You know? <laughs>
0: and you might need that extra time right. to get yourself together. Right. So.
1: It always amazes me looking back on things. Like, God's timing is always perfect. Yes, it is. And, you know, usually when I think it's not, <laughs> I come around and like, yeah, you kind of knew what you were doing, God. It's like you're God or something. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty.
0: is completely true.
1: Yes. So in a type 1's communication style, affirm and encourage and show warmth and compassion with flexibility. Avoid picking on small details. And we talked about that. You know, yeah. this little things. It's not... I found a little something at criticism.com and I want to share it with you. You know, it's not that it's (laughs) trying trying (laughs) to make things a little bit better. So kind of avoid doing that. If it's little tiny details, Yeah, not everybody can receive it um, in the way that it's being given. And remember God's it's God's responsibility to change or perfect others in the Mm. world trust God's timing.
0: Amen to that. Oh my goodness.
1: Okay. Type I talked two. about the woodshed. <laughs> yeah. I feel like God took me to the woodshed on this one yeah. because you. So I'm a type two, and yes. we were getting ready to talk about type yes. twos. And I kind of see how I do this with my kids. And I see how sometimes I can do parts of this with others also. Okay. So, type two parents, the parenting style, they're good listeners care deeply, love their kids unconditionally, warm and encouraging. Can I just say something about unconditionally? Yeah. You know, I, I was looking for God to show me examples of his unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And then my dog came up and I was looking a hot mess. You know, just be honest, <laughs> hair going witch away, slumming it. And my dog comes in. And is so happy to see he he just wants to be with me. Yes. He just wants to have fun, to show me affection and whatever. And I was like, God, you just showed me your unconditional love.
0: And our kids don't care what we look like either. I mean, they might pick on us sometimes, you know, depending on their age. But they don't care. they just like, Dad, you're there. Mom, you're there, you know? And they're just happy to see you. So I think... God definitely answered your prayer yeah. and showing you that with your dog, yeah. but then,
1: and we talk I'm sure your about kids do that as well. Yeah, I mean, we talk about type twos loving unconditionally. Just remember what it's like to receive unconditional yes, love. Yes, yes. So type twos can get whipped up just like any other type, and when they do, when we do, we can withhold feelings from others, express emotions intensely extensively express how they feel. <laughs> I just got to say that With one, detail. that one hurt, <laughs> you know, but it's not wrong. So, um, and you express with detail what they think and why why we think that way and what others did wrong mm. and you know can be passive aggressive and demanding or controlling. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't. I know. You know. Sometimes they say if it's your enneagram type, it's going to be the things you really hate to hear. You know, the negative it's parts. About,
0: yeah, it's hard to look at yourself like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. If I'm aware that I do that, yeah, then I can choose a healthier. Yeah option
0: and i think you can catch yourself in it if yeah. you're all of a sudden become aware that's the holy spirit tapping on you mm-hmm. going excuse me mm-hmm. you need to chill out here in this area and yep. i and i think it's good it's way better to be aware yep. than to be like well what what did i do yes. and i think and even though it's hard for us to look at ourselves in certain ways i think when we catch ourselves doing something that is god's way of saying stop what you're doing yes. restart breathe yep. in and start again
1: yes so during conflict Type twos can ask great questions instead of being too quick to insert advice. So that one kind of hurt a little bit too, but it's again, it's not wrong. Um, twos confidently insert their advice. It's in a, it's in an effort to be helpful, but not everybody wants you know <laughs> yeah. to hear commentary on every little thing. Yeah. You know, and I uh, comment providing commentary is a service that I provide. <laughs> <laughs> no charge. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to be mindful of it. <laughs> so acknowledging that overly confident advice can contribute to tension. Mm. Remain patient rather than telling everyone what they need to do. And on a personal uh you know inwardly, Christ values and loves us, so we no longer have to depend on others' approval, gratitude, and encouragement. Wow, so we talk about twos get their sense of self from outside themselves yes. from others, mm-hmm. and so it's it's important that we learn to take what God says as what our sense of self is. You know, we don't have... So something that's happened to me before is, you know, when I'm doing good things and people are telling me and they're like, oh, you've been very helpful and whatever, I'm just like, okay, I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm in a good spot. But if for whatever reason, and it doesn't necessarily mean you're doing bad things and you're not being helpful, you don't get that feedback. You know, me as a type two can feel not in a good place. Yeah. You know, it's it's not necessarily a reason to be in... A bad place it's just that I'm getting my sense of self from someone else instead of from God in that moment so growth areas for a type 2 recognize when they're too direct demanding or irritable complaining even if we see our motives as pure yeah so we should express our feelings and needs to others so that we can bless others from a heart that is rested and refreshed. I didn't really like that either, but <laughs> it is it's true. So we talked about twos can sometimes withhold feelings. You know, if I feel like someone is against me or not on my side or not thinking of me and whatever, then I'm just like mm, I'm I'm closing up, I'm clamming yeah. up. And it's isn't it better to just get it out of you in a healthy not too emotional way, so that I then can bless others from a rested and refreshed heart. I just really looked at rested and refreshed, and yeah. I, you know, sometimes don't you just long to be resting and yeah. refresh. You know. You know
0: what? On that note, I just will say that someone just shared yesterday. Actually, two people have shared it in the past week. So, read Psalm ninety-one
1: psalm 90 read it multiple
0: times it's about rest i had two friends in in one week share that with me so apparently we need to do that so as parents read it and put your kid's name in it and read it yeah um this is a a really good time for a break because you've probably been taking notes and trying to jot down things to learn about parenting styles so let's take a short break when we come back we're going to wrap up types three through six and ben's going to give us a little glimpse of how we can try to figure out maybe what type our child is so stay tuned
1: Do your kids love listening to great stories? It can be tough finding a kid's podcast which upholds your Christian values. Story Jumpers features exciting, entertaining stories by authors who write from a Christian worldview. Each episode is created with kids in mind. Audiobook clips are followed by a brief author interview your kids will find fascinating. This is a podcast for kids. Subscribe to Story Jumpers wherever you listen to podcasts. Story Jumpers is a member
0: of the Bridge Podcast Network. Welcome back. Okay, let's jump right in. We're going to now chat about parenting style of type three. Don't hurt my feelings, please. But go ahead and take it away, Ben.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Type three parents parenting style. So type threes as parents are very consistent. They're dependable. They're loyal. um, Sometimes can struggle between desiring success and desiring time with their family. Mm. First of all, it's important to realize they have a desire for both. Yes. It's like absolutely. balancing act every single day. Oh,
0: absolutely. And
1: yeah. somewhere you're supposed to throw in time for yourself in there. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's not necessarily hard, but it is, it is definitely a struggle for type threes um, to balance that. They expect their kids to be responsible, accomplished, successful, yes. and as organized, organized. as possible. Organized. We yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to tell me what you feel about oh. clothes all over the floor and not in the hamper. They're near the hamper, but yeah. not in it. Or... I, I have
0: boys, so I see that a lot. Um, and not this is not, trust me, I have I have nieces that do the same thing, but I live with boys. So it's a little frustrating, but I have to be careful because that can be something that I pick on way too much mm-hmm. because I... When things are cluttered, I feel like my mind is cluttered. Mm -hmm. And when I see organization, I literally Mm -hmm. go, ah, I can breathe. So shout out to your mamas and papas that are threes. I feel you. I'm there. (laughs) So
1: that's interesting that you said that because if you come home Mm -hmm. and you walk into the house and it is cluttered and Mm -hmm. it is what's going through your mind.
0: I can't think straight. Mm -hmm. I, I literally can't think straight, mm-hmm. and I have to. Even if I have something that I need to do, get dinner going or whatever, I have to organize before I do that, mm-hmm. so that then I can have a clear mind and go, mm-hmm. okay, now I can think about the meal I'm preparing or think about the things that I have to accomplish tonight. But I really need to get it into that space before I can.
1: Mm-hmm. And you don't, <laughs> and, and maybe you can rest after that's done. Yeah, it just needs uh-huh. to get done. It uh-huh. just does.
0: I just, it's hard to f- focus through it until it's done. I think
1: some of that is because. We talk about type threes can walk into a room. And in that scenario, you're literally walking into a room. Yeah. But you can walk into a room... And what needs to be done just shows itself to you. Yeah. Like it's you don't go looking for it. It's just like, okay, well this needs to be done, that needs to be done, da da da, da. And then I would like to sit down, you know, at, at some, some point at some point <laughs> at
0: about ten o'clock that night. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So when type threes are activated, sometimes they can disconnect their head from their heart. Yeah. Um, focus primarily on achieving rather than relating, mm. controlling their body language to hide their emotions. <laughs> But speak in sharp and short sentences from a desire to just solve things quickly and efficiently.
0: Yeah. Guilty. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We talked about the pace at which we synthesize information. Mm -hmm. We all have I'm not saying some of us are smart and some of us are not. I'm just saying some of us it's very quick. Yeah. And a type three again is one of those very quick and they want to get it. Through and get it done and get it done good and now we can check it off. Yeah. So we like
0: list. We like checking. We things like list. Yeah.
1: Yes. So another one that likes list is Type Sevens. They mm. love making plans. Now they don't necessarily fulfill their plans, but <laughs> it's a little bit. <laughs> a Type Three, they check stuff off, honey. Yeah. They they are checking stuff off. Make
0: a list just to cross it off. Yes. Because it looks neat.
1: So during conflict, um, mm. a little bit of growth area for a Type Three parent can is to be patient. When others are not as quick, don't force others to achieve or conform to a particular image. Um, listen intently to demonstrate that people's emotions matter mm. and create real work-life balance. So l- loved ones know that they are valuable. Yeah. Focus on others. Well-being be honest, transparent and genuine. Ooh. So we talk about, um, image. Mm hmm twos threes and fours have a connection with what their image is yeah and we talked about that a little bit um twos want to be seen as helpful threes want to be seen as competent and efficient and fours want to be seen as original and creative yeah so the struggle is there like at least for me as a type two the struggle is there for me wanting my kids to be helpful and compassionate Yeah and warm and all of those things, which may be easy for me. But if they're not a type two, that's not going to necessarily be their go-to. Yeah. And so that's sometimes where we can put, put an image. So we just, I just wanted to touch on that. Um,
0: and I have sadly, I confess, I have imposed that image on my children many times where if I think, well, they didn't do this or they didn't what accomplish whatever, then I I feel like it's on me, my image, as a bad parent. And that's not the way that I need to look at it. But that's part of my makeup. Mm -hmm. And I have to really step back and be careful when I start to think that way.
1: And and it's like the the things that you're trying to instill in them are not bad. You just have to be aware of the intensity and the amount. Yes. And also, if they're not a type 3, then we are trying for them to be the best that they can be. Yeah. And – When I said it took me to the woodshed, I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm really kind of wanting them to be the best like me. Yeah. (laughs) But but not intentionally. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, sometime somewhere in
0: our brains. yeah. So
1: growth areas in communication style with a type three when you're a type three parent. Others may not be as driven or efficient. So demonstrate understanding and peace. And acceptance through motivating words of encouragement. Speak gently with empathy, allowing others to respond when giving feedback. Focus on others by asking them about their lives and listening well.
0: Good advice. Yes. Needed.
1: So you're a good listener. When everybody looks at these things, don't be like, oh, my Ben and Kim just beat me up. You know, (laughs) no, it's. Different people are at different places. That's right. You know, so some of these things, you got this. Yeah. And some of them like, okay, well, we're going to work on a little bit and tweak it.
0: Exactly. And that's why we're here
1: today. That's right. Type fours, parenting style. So type fours, a parent provides support, help, encouragement to their children. And they want them to become who they are. Draw out a child's creativity, originality, sometimes can be overly critical or protective, usually very good with children when not focused on their inner world. Mm. So type fours, it's very aware to them how their feelings are and emotions are affecting them internally. Mm -hmm. So um, that's important just to keep that in mind. Um, When type fours get activated, they could either become withdrawn and quiet or, they can voice their feelings and opinions bluntly. So we've talked about push-pull with the type four. Mm -hmm. Um, Depending on what it is and how it strikes you, it could just be, I'm quiet and withdrawn and you don't know. Yeah. Or I'm coming at you with, (laughs) you know, you're gonna know and it's gonna be quick. Sometimes they feel the need to work through many feelings just in order to move forward. Um, They try intensely to get others to understand their perspective and feelings and they hold on to feelings and moods for a long time if they're not careful. So growth areas during conflict is to learn how to navigate emotions, bringing them into balance. And that way that allows you to clearly express yourselves in a more understandable way. You don't need to feel fewer emotions to work through conflict with others you just need to clearly express yourself in those understandable ways don't allow emotions to pull you into a false reality remain emotionally balanced that way it'll let you deal with feelings in a more grounded way you know i'm type twos are connected to type four so i'm listening yeah to the type four stuff you know and i listen to the type eight stuff so as you're listening It may not be your main type as a parent, but you may be listening to your stress type or your security type. Mm -hmm. So that's important, too. A growth area in a communication style for a type four. Realize that when others don't understand them, it's not necessarily that they don't care. Mirror other people's mood and conversations. And you do it back to them instead of focusing on their feelings. So it's we talked about mirroring and how Mm -hmm. important that is. Mm -hmm. So if type 4s can learn that, that's going to really help them get their point across in a clear and concise way. Be patient and understanding when others are slower to express emotions than they are. Allow others to experience their emotions in a way that is comfortable to them. So we talked about some of the more assertive types slowing down because others can't process thoughts or can't do things as fast this is talking about others can't express their emotions as fast
0: or just don't have as many emotions as a four baby yeah
1: well and sometimes they all of us have emotions yeah and god gave us emotions for a reason they are indicators of where we are and how we feel and they are one of the key things that help us express where we are and how we feel to others just kind of getting a hold on that so type fours do not have a problem expressing emotions you know if if you think of a music artist it oozes out of them yeah you know or 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 a painting or or words you know a wordsmith is just flowing out of them Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I can tell you there's moments that I can be creative, but I got to be in the right headspace and I got to have yeah. pretty things and blah, 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 blah. You know, type fours are very intuitive with emotion. Sometimes and they're probably
0: going to want their kids to express that too because exactly. that's their way, you know. So
1: imagine painting with a type four parent. <laughs> you're going to get your hands all messy right. and you're going to put your finger painting and all this. It's going to be the funnest, yeah. you know. Activities. Yeah. Now, when it come, comes time to clean it up, you know, <laughs> they may not be as thrilled about doing that, but, you know, they're going to think about all these creative ways to express yourself. Yes. When others aren't necessarily picking up emotions as fast as you, just allow others to experience their emotions on their terms. That's good. Type five parents' parenting style is kind and perceptive, devoted can be author- authoritarian and demanding at times, um, may expect more intellectual achievement than what is developmentally possible of their kids. Mm. That is interesting because type fives are automatically cerebral. Yes, They're in the thinking triad. They study things. Mm-hmm. They, It's almost like they master it. Yeah. And then they speak from a place of knowledge and experience mm-hmm. and so if your child is a type five they're going to be right they're picking up what you're laying down yeah. you know they they want to do the same yeah um but not all children are type five exactly um type five parents can be intolerant of too many emotions so um that's just something to remember
0: (laughs) so if your kid's crying and freaking out your five parent might be like stop (laughs) yeah
1: especially okay if you're a five parent and you have a four child dear (laughs) then there's got to be a way to negotiate that yeah so first you realize as a five you have a limited ability to take in all the emotional stuff yeah and you'll help them as a type four to say okay You know, it's okay to feel those emotions. Mm -hmm. Think about it and let me know in a clear way where you are. Yeah. You know, we know emotional emotions can be ugly. Yes. They can be happy. They can be fun. And there's a reason why they call it an emotional roller coaster. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's ups and there's downs and it's fast and it's slow and it's so... Emotion again, emotions are not bad, mm-hmm. but if you're a type five parent, you're gonna have a limited ability to take that in. Yeah. And you're you already have limited energy anyway. Yeah, so it might just, exhaust you a little just bit. Just something to think about. So when type fives get activated, they can become withdrawn, quiet, angry. Actually they can become enraged when others are cornering them mm. or not respecting their boundaries. Yes. They detach and isolate themselves by not showing emotions. So when they detach emotions, they observe their surroundings, but later process their feelings privately. Mm. So that's something important to remember. As a type 5 parent, you you like to do that. Or maybe that's your go-to when you get all worked up. You're Mm -hmm. not necessarily going back at them. You're like, I need to get somewhere and think about this. You
0: might walk away from them. (laughs) You might, yeah.
1: So when you walk away or when you need to get away, just remember to say, hey, I don't want to talk about this now, but we'll talk about it in a little bit. Yeah. You know, give them a boundary. It's, It's important, but it's not right now. Yeah. Let me go think and then I'll be back to you. Growth areas during conflict, type fives if they express their feelings more often during a conflict, not just thoughts and observations. Mm. Gently communicate your need to process your thoughts and feelings alone, coming back with a fuller perspective and learning how to read nonverbal cues as people communicate a great deal uh, just through body language. Yeah. So growth areas in communication style, learn to ask others for help. Allowing others to carry your burden is not a sign of weakness or incompetence. Mm. And I just put Galatians six, two to five. Just as if you're a type five parent, I just want to look, I want you to look that up. I'm not going to, elaborate on that Mm -hmm. but type fives process alone and that's just something to realize when you ask for help you don't have to know everything exactly (laughs) that's a big weight to carry it is you know i have to be able to have the knowledge of all of this to be able to move forward so purposefully engage with others in the world trusting that god will provide your needs and fill your energy reserves so type fives have measured amounts of energy i have this much energy to give to you right now yep. ultimately god's gonna refill that yep. and so just remember that our last but not least today mm-hmm. is type sixes type sixes parenting style you can see kind of goes along with attributes of their personality loving nurturing strong sense of duty strong sense of loyalty all good things can be reluctant to give kids independence due to many anxieties and can have a constant undertone of worry that their children will get hurt. When a type six parent is activated, they will either fearfully withdraw or become highly reactive. I think part of this is the type sixes have the, you know, some are phobic, some are counterphobic, and it's important to know that if a type six is withdrawing, they're not happy at the moment, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but if they become highly reactive, that's another indication. So there's not a go to, you know, it can be either or. Um, type sixes, when activated can engage in intense mental analysis with any given situation or conflict. Sometimes sixes can get stuck in what is called analysis paralysis. Not for that. So you go, you analyze something so fully that you don't even want to move forward. Trust yourself. Trust Mm -hmm. your decisions. Move forward. Um, Sometimes when activated type six, parents can believe their projections are accurate and real, leading them to redirect their thoughts and feelings And motives onto others. So, growth areas for a type six during conflict experience silence and solitude with God to enable more clarity Mm -hmm. in making decisions confidently. That's good. You have, I'm sure, read in the Bible about fasting. Yes. And usually, when the Bible talks about fasting, it's getting away with God, even depriving yourself of something that you typically do in your life so it can be food it can be tv Mm -hmm. it can be something that's important to you and why is it important to fast what does fasting help you do and really it helps give you clarity of thought god speaks to you in very clear ways and that's a promise in the Bible. So that's something for type six is to remember that's awesome. um, to experience that silence and solitude. Acknowledge your worries and concerns. That's very important. And then, then after you do, weigh all the information and trust the Holy Spirit to bring that peace and that insight and that guidance that you're looking for. And you th- then can move forward confidently in your decision.
0: I know we all worry about our children, but it sounds like sixes probably have a little bit more intense worry maybe in their lives or you know, just their personality. Because
1: of type sixes superpower of being able to look something down the road and say, okay, these are the possible pitfalls here, here, and here, that, yeah. that whole um, potential outcome, then you can see that. It presents itself to you and you're like, okay, the kids could do this. The kids could do that. Da, 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 yeah. da. You know, it's, it's showing itself to you more than other types. Yeah. So when you see that, there could be a tendency to worry. So that mm-hmm. because, you know, sometimes our, our superpower in excess is also our downfall. Yeah. So six are great risk managers. Um, But then. You do have to move forward, which makes six one of the most courageous types on the Enneagram because hmm. they can see what can go wrong and still move ahead.
0: Kids, we're going to do ziplining, but we're going to wrap ourselves in bubble wrap. because there we know you what happen. There you go.
1: There you go. That sounds good. You know, um, there is a lovely type six who is a counterphobic type six okay. that we know. And I can see her doing well, I don't know about the bubble wrap, but... <laughs> but let's do adventure. Let's face it. Yes. Let's face it head on. Head on, yeah. You know, and, the, and a phobic type six is going to be like, I can't yeah. face that. So Because something could happen. That's right. <laughs> so growth areas in a type six communication style is allow your inner world to become calmer and less reactive before having significant conversations. Uh, Recognize the burden of responsibility ultimately does not rest solely on your shoulders. Mm. Seek truth by asking clarifying questions instead of making assumptions and bring your emotions outward so others can experience that relational warmth you have inside.
0: Good stuff. This is all such good information and I think it's helpful to know our parenting style because then I think it helps us make better connections with our kids if we understand how we process things as parents as I mentioned earlier in the program I'm sure lots of parents don't know what their child's type is if you do that's great but if not then what are some ways that we can try to narrow it down
1: well, I like to use stances and orientation to time to get a little bit better gauge on where someone's coming from. Okay, And this works for your kids, whether they're um, under, whether they're a minor or they're adult children. Mm-hmm. This actually works for anyone. Um, if you want to get a little bit of a clue where they're coming from, first of all, stances. Um, the three stances are assertive dependent and withdrawing. So ask yourself when in stress or difficulty, does this person move to face others or, or do they move against others or do they move toward or with others or do they move away from others? Okay. So those questions there will kind of give you a little bit of a help. Um, So the assertive style, sometimes known as the aggressive stance is type 3's 7's and 8's and they move to face people and are not afraid to move against people to take action to get their needs met. They react to stress or difficulty by reinforcing their sense of self rather than backing down or withdrawing. So when entering a room they immediately connect to what is meaningful and important. So those are threes, sevens, and eights mm-hmm. in the assertive style. So if, Asked, you're,
0: if your kid doesn't back down maybe from an argument or. They're quick. For, yeah.
1: Yeah. They're very quick to respond. They're quick to maybe challenge you or, yeah. or in order to get their needs met, they're not afraid to come toe to, to toe, even in a good way. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, where do you want to go to eat? Yeah. well, da, 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 You know, it's. It's just very quick. Yeah,
0: so they could be a they 3, 7, or 8. They could be a 3, 7, or
1: 8. And so if they fall into that assertive style, you've just eliminated six numbers. Okay. So You've narrowed it down to three. You've narrowed it, it down to be. three. Yeah. And, and there's a good possibility that they're a 3, 7, or 8. So the dependent style, sometimes known as the dutiful stance, is 1s, 2s, and 6s. Oh, I did want to say assertive is future-oriented, what's okay. happening next. So not only will they step up to people, but they're they're focused on the future. Okay, gotcha. Dependent stance is ones, twos, and sixes who are great in the present moment. So they're not so far out in the future. They're not way behind in the past, mm-hmm. but they're dealing with what's happening right now. It's like, okay, well, if you have... If you have a child that is in the assertive stance and you are a dependent type parent you'll be like okay well i know you want to talk about what's going to happen <laughs> next year and mm-hmm. when you get this and when you get that but we got to deal with this yeah right, right now, now. <laughs> and the the types that are in the dependent stance move toward people or with people to get their needs met it's going to be others focused to get feedback from others okay they react to stress or difficulty by serving others they believe they must do something to get something Mm. and so that's important um so if your child is overly accommodating to you all Mm -hmm. the time they could be seeking your approval in order to think that they're a good kid Okay. And so if that happens, they might be in the dependent stance. They could be a one or two or a six. That makes sense. Again, that eliminates six numbers and really gets you to a place where, okay, I don't know which of the three they are, but I can see where they're coming from. They're in Mm -hmm. the present moment. They're moving with others to get their needs met. They could be a one, two, or six. So the last stance is the withdrawing stance. And the withdrawing stance usually focuses on the past in order to make decisions in the present. Okay. So these are type fours, fives, and nines. And they're, they also, this is the, the stance that has the least amount of energy mm-hmm. also. These types typically move away from people by turning inward to find fulfillment there it one of my kids is in the withdrawing stance mm-hmm. he has not um taken an assessment yet and fully read through the the types to really determine his type mm-hmm. but when he's in stress he will go be alone yeah and there's also times when things are going good he still needs a break just to go be alone so he can take in all the energy that's happening Recharge, yeah. and then he's okay so when the withdrawing stance reacts to stress they move away and they move in their inner world by zoning out hmm. so when they enter a room they can automatically sense they don't fit in and so many wow. times they feel they have to summon the energy <laughs> <laughs> to face the world in life so, it's a family get together. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, with anybody that you're dealing with, especially your kids, you can kind of narrow things down and say, okay, I'm seeing a pattern here. You know, they're withdrawing or they're very quick to synthesize energy and they're moving on. Yeah. You know, and you can see how that related to what you are um, can make a difference. Yeah. You know, I know for me, my wife and my daughter can always think about the future and they're moving and they're fast and whatever. Yeah, you know? So I need to make sure. And my wife does make sure that my son doesn't get lost in the, in the shuffle. We're busy. We're making plans. We're doing stuff. And here he is alone in his room, just kind (laughs) of, and trying to recharge his battery. (laughs) Yeah. That's because he can't take it in as fast. Yeah. So, um, You can use this little technique for your kids. You can use it for your neighbor or your sister or your friend or even in business when you are dealing with clients or customers. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, they're more laid back. This is how they need to receive information. I don't want to overwhelm them and have them pull away. Or it could be they want it quick, fast, move, let's go. Yeah. You know, so it's a little technique that helps us in many ways.
0: Awesome. Now, whether you have one child or maybe you have 10, they can each be so incredibly different. So hopefully the information, um, this information can help you figure things out and remember to be patient. Don't hammer them with questions. Just observe them, right? Exactly. That's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Parents, I hope you've been able to glean some good info today to give you a better insight into your, into yourself, into your spouse, and your parenting style so that you can make better connections with your family. In addition to maybe reviewing this information again in case you just need to take it all in when you have a chance, I also highly recommend checking out a couple other family-friendly podcasts by our friends and coworkers. One is called Fathering, hosted by Mark Dickey, where he talks to other dads about how to raise godly children. And the second is called Story Jumpers, hosted by Andrew Jackson. And this is a great one for your small kids who love to hear stories maybe shared by the authors who wrote them. So be sure to check those out. And if you find the information from this podcast helpful to you, please subscribe and journey with us. And we look forward to seeing you next time.